0: What's up, everybody? What's up? Uh, You're back for another episode of the Shitsuki Flag Football League Weekly Show. Uh, This is your host, Bimbo. Um, I'm actually getting the hang of this whole podcasting thing. I like it. It's fun. But welcome to the show. Uh, Everything on the show is powered by the Shitsuki Flag Football Radio, Shitsuki Flag Football League. Our aim on this show is to educate, inspire, and exchange in all things flag football and, uh, and football in general. So, hey, lock in. Drop in and let's go. SFF Weekly News and Updates. All right, so we're back at it. It's uh, SFF Weekly News and Updates, where we touch upon as much as we can. Football-related stuff on the NFL platform uh, to include flag football and the pros and uh, and obviously local news in our league and, and around our league as well. So, uh, let's hit up the pros real quick. Score is obviously courtesy of CBS Sports. And here we go. The Chicago Bears did did, did their thing. They went in, uh, defeated New England Patriots 33-14. The Cincinnati Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, handled business against the Atlanta Falcons. They beat them 35-17. Baltimore, the Ravens, finally, you know, beat their rival for this one, uh, the Browns. Final score there was 23-20. to 20. Dak Prescott is back. He led the Dallas Cowboys in a smooth win over the Detroit Lions. All right, so we come back to, uh, uh, you hear this team a lot, the Commanders. Commanders got a good win over the Green Bay Packers. Final score there, 23-21. Uh, close one uh, in Tennessee. Tennessee over Indianapolis, 19-10. Uh, a little added news update there. The Colts have benched Mott Ryan, former quarterback from the Falcons that came over to Indianapolis. They have benched him for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's going to be replaced by uh, Sam Ellinger. Ellinger has never thrown a pass in the NFL. He's a, he's a second-year quarterback, but uh, they expect good things and big things out of him. All right, moving right along. The New York Giants, they, they're still doing it. They're still rolling. They had a very uh, close win against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. Final score there was 23-17. to 17. Tampa Bay man the Buccaneers something's going on they are reeling backwards uh, they lost to Carolina Panthers a team that's depleted um, and um, surprisingly they lost to Carolina Panthers final score there 21 to 3 the Las Vegas Raiders uh, back in the winning, in their winning column they beat the Houston Texans 38 to 20 that was a big showdown of the tight ends on both teams there um, no sorry that's the wrong game but yes the Raiders over Houston, 38-20. The New York City Jets. I keep saying it. They are the real deal this season. They are 5-2 now after a win over Denver Broncos on Sunday. Final score there was 16-9. The Kansas City Chiefs, the game I meant to talk about with the uh, with the tight ends really exploding. Um, the Chiefs over San Francisco, 44-23 the final score in favor of the Chiefs. Um, yeah, it was a good game to watch actually. And uh Seattle. Seattle, Geno Smith is still doing it. Another win over the Los Angeles Chargers. Final score there was 37 to 23. Miami back in winning ways over Pittsburgh, uh 16 to 10. And uh Arizona also back in their winning ways. Um final score there was 42 to 34. So there you have it. That was a breakdown of scores from the pros. And, um, yeah, so we've briefly mentioned that S- Matt Ryan has been benched for the rest of the season in favor of the second year quarterback, uh, Sam Ellinger, who will take over the reins moving forward. Um, sadly, a rookie that I was particularly, you know, very excited to watch this season, uh, Brees Hall, a rookie running back for the New York City Jets, part one of part of the reason why they are in their comfortable lead right now in that division at 5-2. and two. He tore his ACL over the weekend, so he's also out for the rest of the season. Um, unfortunate stuff there. Um, prayers to him. Uh, speedy recovery for the young man. He's been having a great season. Uh, local news. The Lagos Rebels remain undefeated in the Shitsuki Flag Football League. Uh, they went in on Sunday and handled business uh, in, a, in a game against the Lagos Raiders. And the final score there uh, doesn't come to me now. I'll, I'll bring it back to you during the, in the show. But, um, yes, Lagos Rebels remain undefeated and uh, 6-0. And solidly, solidly in the playoffs. And there you go. Quick brief news and updates from the Shitsuki Flat Football League Weekly Show. See you on the other side. It's Flat Football 101. Welcome to the segment. Obviously, this segment is where we educate and teach and help understand our very fun and exciting sport of flag football. So, um, yeah, so here we go. So the first and most important rule of flag football, right, and how we played here in SFF is there's no contact allowed. So you can't tackle, you can't block and it can impede your opponent. That is very important. So instead, you can only pull any one of the ball carrier's flags to indicate a tackle, right? And that will immediately stop the play. So all you have to do in flag football is just pull a flag. Some flags come in, th- in threes, uh, which are two flags on your hips and one on your tail. Uh, and some flags come in, the- in two sets, which is just two flags on both hips. Now, to start the game of flag football, both teams will need to stand on the line of scrimmage. They start on the line of scrimmage. One team will start as the offensive side, and the other team will start on the defensive side of the line of scrimmage. The offensive team usually starts out with a, you know, a quarterback, a center, and then everyone else play the roles as wide receivers, to include the center as well, right? So uh, ours is a 7v7 seven seven league co ed, um, which primarily indicates that um, the quarterback that has five potential receivers to throw the football to, to include the center. Now, the offensive team's goal is to move the football downfield towards the end zone. The end zone, like soccer, they have the goalpost and the 18. In football and flag, the end zone is basically where you have to score beyond that in that zone to get uh, a touchdown uh, for your team. The defensive side... Their job and what they're meant to do is prevent you from scoring. As we said at the beginning, they're not allowed to block you, they're not allowed to impede you, they're not allowed to attack with you. They're only allowed to pull a flag. The offense has four downs, meaning they have four chances to get, the, to get a first down or a touchdown, depends on where they are on the field. If they fail to convert, which is if they fail to get a first down after four tries or three tries, depends on their decision, the defensive team, the other team gets the ball and they start in the opposite direction of the field to do the same thing, which is move the ball downfield, get into a scoring position in their end zone and score a touchdown. When the offense of any team has the ball, all passes must go forward and must be received or caught by the receiver beyond the line of scrimmage. So it is always a forward pass and it should always be caught. Beyond the line of scrimmage for completion. That's how you complete passes in our flag football league and on the NFL flag rules. When an offensive player, when an offensive player's flag is pulled while they are actually running with the ball, the feet of the offensive player determines where they were stopped and where the ball will be placed for the next set of downs or the next down. Uh, this is where the ball is spotted. Now, as games proceed. And the ball continues to move, and the line of scrimmage, the line of scrimmage, will also continue to change. So, as as every catch is completed um, on each down, and the, the right receivers keep catching the football, they continue to get their line of scrimmage extended up until they're able to score, or up until the defense is able to stop them from scoring. Yeah. Now, another th- another one, key thing about another key thing, I would say to note is that there are no fumbles in our league. There are no fumbles in uh, NFL flag football rules. So when the ball f- pops out or when it's, quote-unquote, dropped a fumble, the ball is spotted where the fumble occurs and the, and the football remains with the offense because a fumble is not a turnover. Um, so that's one thing to note when we play flag. Um, next week or next episode, we are going to work on just the defensive side and learning how the defensive side of flag football is and uh, just teaching as much as we can. So if you have any questions about how flag football plays and how to play flag football, please feel free to drop us a message um, on our Instagram page or anywhere you feel like you're able to reach us at, all right? And uh, one quick thing for everyone to know about flag, I love flag because you can play flag football just about anywhere and anyone can play flag football. You can start playing anywhere you have and it's designed for everyone and every person. Boy, girl, male, female, adults, children. Anyone can get into flag football anywhere. So do that. Get out there. Grab your couple of cones. Grab a football and play. See you next week. It's football fast break. Welcome to the football fast break segment of the show. Uh, this is a part of the show where we run through the final scores from the last Sunday's games and update everyone on the present league standings so right into it game one from last sunday we saw jaguars take on windrunners uh if you didn't hear i will tell you now there was some kind of record that was actually uh set in this particular game so quickly everybody understands that we do play nfl flag football rules and based on nfl flag football rules when you're Okay, when the game has a team leading pl- in a plus 35-point scenario, the game automatically comes to an end, right? Yeah, you call it a skunk, I guess. So so that being said, a team got skunked on Sunday. Um it's not like they just sat there and took it. They went out there, they played, they tried as much as they could to to shake that off. But some games are just some games. And this was just one of those games. Um, Jaguars went out, finished the game, uh, final score 44-7. to seven, uh, Which is obviously an over plus 35 points advantage. And that game ended in that score line. So up on to the second game. Uh, a shutout. This one was a shutout um close to another skunk but it finalized at 30 to 0 in favor of the warriors against the panthers um i was actually rooting for the panthers here in this game uh because i was very excited at the way they played the week before they seemed very up to it upbeat tempo um happier and you know just loving it um but again why we love football so much Some of these games, uh, you can call them trap games if you want. Up and down, it happens. Um, So I hope that Panthers can take this one and regroup, figure things out, put some things together, and come back strong uh, this coming Sunday. So that was the second game. Warriors won that game 30-0. Third game of the day, we saw Hawks take on Titans. This was a close one. Um, Both teams went back and forth. They stopped each other as much as they could when they needed to. But it finaled at the Hawks taking this victory. Um, final score 22-16 to 16 in favor of Hawks. The fourth game of the day saw the undefeated Lagos Rebels take on the Lagos Raiders. Um, this game was, uh, was pretty much a Rebels game. They, as we all know, came out there and did what they have been doing all season. They have been consistent uh, on defense and on offense. And um, they, did, they did that in this game as well. Uh, the Raiders put up a fight, but I think in this game, they played a better team. And that's how the Rebels walked away with, with this one. Uh, final score there was 36-21 in favor of the Rebels, as they remain undefeated with their sixth straight win. The final game of the day. This was a fight where this was, this was, this was actually came. It was a nail-biter. Came to the last couple of drives uh, with the Bolts in possession. Uh, but it just could not convert. Final score here, uh, Outlaws and the Bolts, who kind of play like similar style of football, uh, final at 30 to 27 in favor of the Outlaws, which means that, yep, that's it. That's the wrap-up of scores from last Sunday. Now let's run through the standings based off of this. So we'll take it from the bottom. We'll go up to, from bottom all the way up. So 11th on the table. Our team Panthers, uh, they have played five. They haven't won a game yet. So they're five, in five pl- pl- games and five losses. Um, they're in 11th place on, on the table. Uh, tenth spot goes to Windrunners, who have played six games. they are won one but lost five. They're in 10th spot on, on the table. The ninth spot goes to Bolts. Bolts have also played five games. They have, however, won one. They lost three and one tie. That had that tie game with the Hawks a couple of weeks back. Um, Number eight on the table are Team Titans. Titans have played six. They have won two. They've lost four. Um, Yes, two and four to the Titans at number eight. Number seven, falling down one spot, uh, Team Raiders, who have played five. They've won two and lost three straight games. And they are now sitting in the seventh spot on the table. Hawks made the big jump, big jump, you know, with back-to-back wins and, of course, back to and consecutive losses to teams like the Raiders. The Hawks are now in playoff picture at the sixth seed for this week. They have won two games, they have lost three, and they have one tie so far, the only tie in the season against the Bulls. Fifth spot is uh, Outlaws. Outlaws are in fifth seed. If the playoffs started today, they have played five. They have won two. They have won three, lost two, and sit in fifth seed on the table. The Jaguars, uh, next, the fourth seed, they have also played five. They have actually won three games. They have lost two um, and sit at number four. The Spartans have also played five games, but they sit at number three with four wins and one loss. The Warriors... Six games played, five games won so far, one loss, and they sit second on the table. And the Rebels still hold that number one seed with six played, six wins, and uh, almost a hundred points point difference sitting at the number one spot. So if the playoffs were to kick off today, that means that the Rebels and the Warriors would automatically get a bye right? First two, the top two seeds get a bye. Then it means that the Spartans would play the Hawks and Jaguars would play outlaws in the first round of the playoffs. That's if the playoffs actually starts today. But we all know the playoffs doesn't start today. There's still a couple of teams that have to play two more games for the end of a regular season. Some teams still have three games under their belt to play. And then maybe those pictures will get a little bit more defined. But who are we kidding here? The Rebels are in. They're definitely in at six and zero. Warriors have all definitely booked a spot in the playoffs as well at five and one with two games left. The Spartans actually, yes, uh, would say that they have booked a spot as well uh, with four and one uh, and how many games? Three games left. Even if they went four and four, they should still be in the top six slots for uh, the playoffs. Now everybody else. By everybody else, I mean. The Jags, Outlaws, Hawks, Raiders, even Titans still have a fight uh, for the third, fourth, fifth, sixth slots in the playoffs. So we'll see how the next couple of weeks go. Uh, this Starting from this Sunday, there should be a lot of exciting football starting this Sunday because teams know what's on the line. There's going to be some interesting matchups that's going on this couple of weeks. Some teams that are in the top seed or top six anyways, are uh, probably going to play themselves once before the end of the season is over. So this thing is still going to shake. It's still going to move. It's still going to dazzle and razzle. So looking forward to it. Um, but there you go. That was the standings. Mm-hmm. Top seed Rebels. Number two, Warriors. Number three, Spartans. Number four, Jaguars. Number five, Outlaws. Number six, Hawks. Congratulations so far to these teams. Well done. Let's keep playing. On our radar So here we are a second uh, a second edition of on our radar. Uh, this is a segment where we highlight players that we're watching or players that we think you need to watch or players that we think that believe that you need to put an eye or eyes on when they're out on the field. Um, last week, last episode. Uh, I covered a couple of rookies that I think they have been exceptional so far playing in the SFF, and I and I really believe that they're going to do some things. Next couple of games, next couple of, of Sundays. So if you want to go back to the last week's episode to go listen to that, and maybe follow our Instagram page on Shitsuki Radio, um, you'll see the players that were mentioned last week. So going into this week, right? There's so much stuff going on in the world right now. There's flooding in Nigeria. Kanye is doing the dumbest and the highest level of ridiculousness with the Kanye stuff. That dude. But most importantly, we are talking about players on our radar. Now, some of these players you've probably heard before. You've heard their names before. You know, which is good for them. Which just tells you how consistent some of these athletes are. You know, they just, they continue to play. They continue to get better. And they continue to show us why. They are playing in a very exciting format. Now, not in any particular order, not in any particular order of like offense or defense. Um, here are players that I believe that over the last six, going into seven Sundays, having players to really take sit, sit back and kind of look at what they've been doing, how they've been helping their teams win, and who knows, maybe uh, in contention for MVPs uh or MVP contention for the season. Uh, at the very top of that list, um, let me point out, this is just my opinion. Um, you know, doesn't it's not, it's not might not be everybody's opinion, uh, but my opinion and how I rank this and look at this, it's based off of every level of football that these individuals have been putting in and, and how they've come this far. Now, the first one on my list is Odoaio, right? O.D. is a wide receiver. And this season has played quarterback in two games, won those two games. As a matter of fact, Uh, wide receiver, so let's say wide receiver slash quarterback. And sometimes slash safety, who now plays for Lagos Rebels. Uh, OD has been magical this season. Um, You know, running those routes, those double moves. um, We took an L to one of those moves (laughs) this past Sunday. Um, but he has been exceptional. He's been putting everything out there for this team uh, on the sideline. His 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 voice is loud. He's leading. He's encouraging. He's supporting. Uh, he does all the all the all the intangibles um, that's been helping that team, Lagos Rebels, uh, over the hump, getting getting them through games, uh, game after game. And like I said, you know this gentleman played quarterback for two games when 're starting quarterback. Dolo um was out of town and he won those two games, right? Um yeah, we can say all we want to say about the team Rebels, you know, their their system, their consistency, their discipline and focus. Um, but we can we can't take away from the sheer talent that this gentleman possesses when he's on the field and how he shows it as well. So definitely on our radar is OD wide receiver. Slash quarterback, slash, you know, when they're throwing back their safety um, for Lagos Rebels. Uh, OD there. Keeping it on the Rebels, right? I mean, I guess it makes sense that they're the undefeated team. Um, they have Herc, who's actually been playing very well as a middle safety, slash, middle linebacker, slash, interception man, slash, always in your face slash does whatever is needed on the defense to help the defense win games. Um, again, you know, a team can't go 6-0 and without having pieces like that in place uh, to help that team. So big shout out to Herc, definitely on our radar. Um, that's a player you need to watch as well. You know, give him a look when they're out there on the field. He's done really good things. He's doing really good things for the Raiders out there. Um, keeping it tall safeties. There's a, another safety that I like to really fuck with out there sometimes. I give him a hard time. Um, Zeus, he plays safety for Warriors. Uh, Warriors obviously in second place as well. Um, rightfully so because you have some exceptional players that have been delivering for, you know, every Sunday to help this team get to where they are right now. Uh, with only one loss, uh, all season. Um, yeah, Zeus has been playing some really great football. Um, and he has, you know, to help him as well in support, he has uh, two young ladies, Anu and Vivian, who play for Warriors as well. Um, those ladies, as we've always seen, they come through, they deliver, they catch touchdowns, they break hearts, and they score. Uh, they have been exceptional as well this season, helping that team get to the second seed so far with only one loss. Um, so, yes, so at least on when the Warriors play. Definitely radar players to watch there. Arnu, uh, Vivian, and uh, and Zeus playing safety back there. Uh, so keeping it moving. Now, uh, Hawks. Hawks have made a big jump from the bottom of the table. They're now presently six seed. And, you know, that didn't happen by chance. Uh, they've got some stellar athletes on that team as well that have been helping them do things and shake things up from time to time. Uh, but exceptional mention that we have to really talk about here uh, are two ladies that have been helping that team so far with big, big plays, big touchdowns. KY is one. Uh, what's that What's that thing? You don't know KY. I don't know the song, but I know that part. Uh, KY has been great for the team so far. Uh, Merriam has been great as well for the team. Those two ladies have been getting in the end zone as much and as often as possible for them. You know, I, I would say honorable mention f- so far, uh, players to watch. Uh, if we keep it on the Hawks. Uh, Tunji, the center, and uh, Chinedu have actually been able to keep a balance on that offense to help them get things done uh, with possession after possession, uh, moving the ball and driving the chains. Um, but, but yeah, but greatness uh, definitely you can see with KY and Mariam, uh without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, yeah, so all the players, I would say you got to watch. I love to watch, and I'm watching, and they're on our radar this season so far, going into the latter later parts of the season. Fortune, naturally, is always probably the best middle linebacker in football right now. Um, you know, still playing exceptional football with that team, uh, Spartans. Um, and he's still doing it. He's still doing his thing. So definitely another player to keep watching, and he's on our radar as well, is Fortune at least for this week. And then we have Mofe, that young lady that plays for Jaguars. Um, she's a weapon. I mean, she's just a weapon. Uh, I don't know what you, uh, anything else you can say about this young lady. Um, she's a weapon on offense, definitely a weapon on defense, and she has a lot of energy, she has a lot of character, and she's fun to watch. So uh, going into the last few Sundays of the season, a lot of these games are going to be tough. They're going to be hard, and it's going to come down to the better, smarter team. So these are some players that are actually going to help their team decide how that game ends. Uh, so Mofé, uh for sure, for Jaguars. Skipping the Jaguars, uh, one player that's actually been good this season, has really gotten better over the last couple of seasons, is a gentleman by the name of Noel. Um, he's a wide receiver and safety for Jags, uh, he's developed into a deep threat um, and great chemistry with him and their quarterback there. So definitely a player to watch uh, who's on our radar from the Jaguars, Mofet and Noel. Um, I would like to, like Honorable mentioned, actually, a uh, player to watch. Um, this lady has a lot of energy. She's very positive. Uh, and it's been great to see her passion for the sport grow. And uh, rooting for her as well and her team. Um, I would like to mention bands. Bands, I, you, you're definitely on our radar. I'm watching how you're doing over there on Panthers, and uh, we're watching you do good things. So, uh, good luck on the rest of the season. Keep playing your heart out, keep leading, and uh, just keep balling. Um, great work! Great work. You've gotten so much better. So, bands on our radar, and uh, yeah, so quick rundown of the players on our radar this week going into Sunday's games. O.D. uh, Rebels, Herc, Rebels, Zeus, Warriors, Vivian and Anu, Wide Receivers, Warriors, K.Y. and Merriam, Wide Receivers, Hawks, Fortune, Middle Linebacker, Spartans, Buffet and Noel, Wide Receivers and Defensive Players for Jaguars. And honorable mention again is Bands, Bands on uh, Team Panthers. So there we go. SFF weekly matchups. So here we go into this weekend's or this Sunday's games. There's a lot on the line for many teams in this in, in this Sunday's matchups. Uh, obviously, the top seed in the league, the Rebels, are out this Sunday. They have a bye, so which means that for everybody else, the other teams, there's something to fight for this Sunday. Now, the top two teams, uh, well, the, the the second and the third seeds are going to be trying to make sure that they confirm their positions there. You know, maybe even try to shift. Maybe one goes up, one goes down. Um, So that's what they are going to be trying to do this weekend. Um, While everybody else is going to try to fight for the fourth, fifth, sixth spots going into the final Sundays of the regular season. Now, we start Sunday's games with Titans taking on both at 1030 Sunday morning. These two teams are out of the top six. However, there's still a lot to fight for. Because anything can happen the way football rolls and how we you know, we've we've come to see Sundays here. Every Sunday here, anything can happen. So Titans taking on bolts on Sunday at ten thirty. I think this one is gonna be a lot of firepower. I think this one's gonna be very exciting to watch and a great way to start Sunday's football. Uh but I've got to pick one. I've got to pick one of these two teams to get over the hump on Sunday. Uh sheesh, Titans have have put together two wins. Uh, At least we won uh, one last week. Um, Bolts are still trying to figure out how to close out games this season, which is very unlike them. So are they going to close this one out? That's going to be interesting to see. Um, I know Titans haven't played with moving train in a couple of games. Uh, No idea if he's back for this one or if even if he'll be a factor to help change the outcome of the game. But I would, uh I'll put my money on, I'll put my money on Bolts, because I, I, I know they've been backed into the corner right now, and they're going to push back, and this might be that pushback game that we see them actually go out and explode. So I'll, I'll go with Bolts on, on this one, simply because they're in a corner, they've been backed into it, and I expect to see them push back this Sunday. So. Boltover of Titans in Game 1, my pick for that one. Game 2, Panthers take on Outlaws at 11.40 on Sunday. Uh, the Panthers are still trying to find that first win of the season. Um, they have played better. Uh, and I think that they can continue to play better. Um, but however, they face a team that's really working well right now, uh, which is the Outlaws. Um, Outlaws seems to be clicking um, on cylinders at the moment. And could be riding into this one off of a a, a big win or a needed win for them uh, this past Sunday. So Panthers, Outlaws, uh, Panthers as much as have a lot of love for you guys. uh, I think that Outlaws will come into this one looking to secure and keep their position in the top seed. However, you know, this is football and this is Sunday. Anything can happen on it. So I'm hoping that my pick is wrong. Completely wrong, and I'm proven wrong by Team Panthers. So please take my challenge, accept the challenge, and prove me wrong here. Um, But Outlaw seems to be uh, pretty much rolling at the moment. But go Panthers. The third game for Sunday. Um, We are going to see the Jaguars take on the Raiders, right? Um, Jaguars sit in the top six position. Raiders are dropped out. Because of the uh, the move up by both, I'm sorry, by uh, Hawks, um, this should be a good one to watch as well. Because obviously, the Raiders want to make it to the playoffs this season. Um, they have the talent, they have the pedigree, um, and they feel like they should be in the playoffs. However, they have to get past Jaguars to have a shot at it. So this is a must win for them. Um, must win, I would say, for Jaguars as well. But this is a must win. Uh, more more for Raiders than the Jags. Um, it should be a fun one to watch. But I, I'm going to tip the Raiders on this one to take this one. It's going to be a close fight. It's going to be a close game. And I think that out of these two teams, it might just come down to that one stop that allows the other team to go ahead. Um, and I, and I want to trust that Raiders have that one stop and that one go-ahead touchdown that's going to put them um, closing out this one with a W. So... Raiders, Jags, Game 3. My pick for that game are the Raiders. Game 4, Spartans and Hawks. Spartans and Hawks, this is going to be one fun game to watch. The Hawks are in sixth position on the table, and I know they are going to be very inspired to make sure that they stay in the sixth slot or anywhere higher for players' contention. Uh, the Spartans are going to bring that defense, obviously, And the Hawks are going to bring that offense. So you can see that this is going to be one game to watch. Who's going to outdo the other? Will the defense stop the Hawks? Or will the offense with Merriam and KY and and Twinkle Toes and and Jimmy and Cheney Douth slinging? And a couple of the pieces they have there. Will that be the difference maker in this one? Let's see how it goes. Um... But I want to go Hawks here because I'm excited. I'm an offensive guy. I love to see how offenses come together. I love to see how they play the chess game or football. And uh, I'm expecting to see some some good things from the firepower that the Hawks will deliver uh, or should deliver on Sunday. So Hawks take on Spartans. My pick for that one, uh, Team Hawks. The final game of the day, Windrunners and Warriors. Warriors are sitting at number two, so obviously they wanted to make sure they get this win, which keeps them up there in that contention of this bye week, come the end of the regular season. The Windrunners also are a good team that I'm sure, after how things happened last Sunday, with their defeats to Jaguars, they are going to try to ride the ship and make sure everything gets back to good cruise and good sailing. So, this is gonna be a fun one to watch. The fifth game of the, uh, of Sunday, Warriors trying to lock things down, and Windrunners trying to shake off some rust. Uh, who do I go here? Go with here? Hmm. This is gonna be an interesting one. Um, the the Windrunners have are not the same team they've been uh, over the past few seasons. They've got a couple of key players missing the season, particularly Nk hasn't played uh, for them, um, and so that's that's. That's going to be a hard one to to pick. I'm going to toss this one up and say... Because of Vivian and Anu... As two different makers and almost hard to stop... uh, On third and female... They might be able to get it done. But Windrunners have also shown... That they can work magic... With the little pieces or the few pieces that they have. So I will predict an upset. Yes, you heard it. It's an upset... This Sunday, I see Windrunners writing the ship and getting away with a 30 to 28 score line, something close, and a win on Sunday. Hmm. That's my Tony Romo pick. Yep, that's what I'm gonna call that. That's my Tony Romo. My Tony Romo for Sunday is Windrunners over Warriors 30 to 28. So let's see if that plays out. But other than that, that's what you got for this Sunday. Those are the matchups, the key matchups I've run through again. This Sunday, obviously, all games are going to be hot. Titans, Bolts, game one. Panthers and Outlaws, game two. Jaguars and Raiders, game three. Spartans, Hawks, game four. And the final game, Windrunners take Warriors, game five. Be there. Make sure you're on time. Well, there it is, folks. That's the second episode of the Shitsuki Flag Football League Weekly Show anchored and hosted by me bimbo uh looking forward to the wonderful rest of the week for myself and everybody else uh have fun go get it remember the shitsuki flag football weekly show is brought to you by shitsuki radio and shitsuki flag football league exclusive content from the shitsuki flag football league platform Uh, any segment of this show cannot be reused or replicated without consent from the 65 football league apart from that enjoy ladies and gentlemen have fun see you bright and early on sunday and let's go play some flag football peace